the Vegology Podcast with your host, Jenny. And Matt Morris. In this episode, we're going to be talking about good libations. That's right, folks. We are talking alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Now, it might surprise you that not all alcoholic beverages are vegan-friendly. Obviously, some you probably are aware of, but a lot of common ones, just as your simple beer or a glass of wine, may not be vegan-friendly. That is true, and that is what we're going to be tackling in this episode. But before we do, we're going to talk about what we ate this week in an attempt to hopefully inspire you with your meals this week as well. Yes, so what did we eat? We actually ate out twice this week, which is a rarity for us. Yes, that is extremely rare. Yeah, because as you probably know, if you listen to the podcast, we don't eat out too often. Uh, But this week we were out and about a lot, so... Number one, we had pizza at a place called Boxcar Bar and Arcade, and that is located in Durham, North Carolina, and they just started serving pizza with vegan cheese. And that place is a lot of fun. It has all the arcade games that you grew up with if you're an 80s child. Old school, like Frogger and... Spy Hunter, Dig Dug... All those kind of Hubert. things. Hubert. Hubert. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Of course, they have air hockey and yeah. Bubble Boy and all those other games that you loved as a kid. And now you get to enjoy your youth and relive your youth while having some cold beverages and vegan pizza. Yeah. So super excited about that. So we went to go check that place out and it was really good. I don't know. I couldn't pinpoint what vegan cheese they actually use there and I didn't ask, but it was really good. It was good. And there's Ani, There's Ani, the Ani's first time you're hearing us. her voice. Yes, her voice is a little strained, You've, but it's back. It's back. Oh, Ani, thank you for speaking up. See, she <laughs> has a lot to say about this. She agrees that Boxcar is a good restaurant to go to. Plus, they're very pet-friendly, so we could take her there one day if we really wanted to. Uh, It's a little far. Durham's like a half an hour from us, but uh, we could take her in there if we wanted to. So if you're in that area, very pet friendly, lots of dogs roaming around, which we absolutely love saying hi to the doggies. Absolutely. All right. So next we had a white bean chili. So it was so good. It was great. I love chili. And this was a different style version of it. Come here, Ani. It's very talkative. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely lighter, and we do have an herb garden here on our property. It's a community herb garden, and so that we had a lot of fresh herbs that we were able to put into this chili, and it was just very refreshing and nice and flavorful, and it was just, it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. So we did have that, and then lastly, we ate at Chipotle. So, um, of course... It's one of our favorite places to eat when we're out and about. Quick and easy. They have the sofritas, which is made from soy. I think it's tofu. And they are so good. So Chipotle is a very good vegan-friendly option that's available, I think, nationwide that you can enjoy if you want to eat a good plant-based meal. So highly recommend Chipotle. Yeah, it's one of those things we don't often seek it out. But when we see one, we know we're going to get a good meal. And it's always a great option. Yep. So those are the three places that we ate. So we went to Boxcar in Durham. We had white bean chili at home. And then we ate at Chipotle while we were out and about as well. So that's what we had. Yummy. Yummy. 
<laughs> so let's get back to the good libations, and we can discuss our vegan product of the week. Which, of course, corresponds with the major theme. So this is made by Bailey's. Um, so I'm sure you've probably heard of the Bailey's Irish Cream, where they make a version with almond milk. And if you have it in your liquor store, go ahead and give it a try. Yeah. And I will say, I think it's called Bailey's Almonde. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think I am. Bailey's Almonde Almond Milk Liqueur. And it is so good. It is gluten-free, dairy-free, and it's great just to put a splash of it in your coffee. So good. Or even, as Matt and I like to do, our favorite way is to make white Russians with them. Correct. So grab yourself a bottle, put the Big Lebowski in your DVD player, and enjoy some white Russians while you're watching a classic movie. DVD player. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That is majorly dating yourself, sir. (laughs) Well, I just said I grew up in the 80s playing arcade games, so I have a DVD player. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we always, we we do this a lot. We will, whenever we make some white Russians, we always are watching The Big Lebowski. And if you haven't seen that movie yet, shame on you. It holds up, and it is wonderful. True. So the second this (laughs) podcast is over start watching a big lebowski there you go all right so bailey's almond milk liqueur definitely give it a try it is wonderful and it's something that we always have one hand at our house so because i like it in my coffee absolutely all right so so what is causing some of these alcohols to not be vegan friendly you might be asking well some of them use something called Insing glass, and I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, but I hope I'm not. And that is obtained from dried swim bladders of fish. And it can be used for clarification and filtration of beers and wines. So you'll see certain beers might use that. A lot of white wines, the cheaper white wines I found have it. So that will also cover champagnes. I've also noticed that the cheaper champagnes tend to have it a lot. And then as you get a little higher in the price champagnes, which typically go out of my budget, I start to see ones that don't have it at that point. So be mindful of the insing glass. And another common thing you'll find in beers is lactose sugar. And so that is a milk-derived sugar that a lot of beers will have to create a creamy flavor. So be on the lookout for that. That's typically what you'll find at some of your microbrews. So your microbrews in your local area probably won't have the insing glass, but they may have the lactose sugar. Yeah, so you just want to be careful about the different ingredients. And you can usually tell by the name or the description that the beer company or brewery puts out there. So basically, if they have a stout and it's like a milk stout, or we've seen one brewery around here did like an Oreo cookie stout, or, you know, just if it's a description that kind of seems like there might be some kind of cream in it or milk, then you definitely want to just ask them what their processes and what ingredients they use correct and milkshake beers are pretty popular right now especially in our area 
um, maybe yours too. And then strawberries and cream, that type stuff is a, is a good giveaway. But what's great about the brewery is the people who work there are extremely knowledgeable because they make it. So they can easily ask any questions you have about being vegan-friendly or not. Yeah, but don't be too scared off about this or, or panicking, if you will. Like, if you're vegan and you want to find vegan beer and wine, it's not hard. It's very easy. So most beer, I think in our experience, is vegan-friendly. With wine, it gets a little more tricky. We do avoid wines and champagnes that aren't vegan-friendly as much as we possibly can. And... It can be a little challenging, especially with the white wines. I think if I'm out and about, like at a restaurant, I I just avoid altogether. Unless I know for a fact that it's a vegan wine, then I will just avoid ordering white wine. And most red, I've found, tends to be vegan friendly. Like you don't have that filtration issue with the instant glass. I don't. <laughs> again, I don't know if we're pronouncing that correctly, um, but I will spell it for you just so you know. Um, it's I S. I-N-G-L-A-S-S. So we're pronouncing it how we see it, but yeah. So, and again, like Matt said, that's just, uh, it's used in the filtration process for beers and wines, some beers and wines, but. And one extremely common beer that has it is Guinness. But recently, Guinness has decided that it is going to stop using the instant glass in their process. And they have. Yeah, that's totally done. Mm. So they announced it a couple years ago that they intended to stop using that process. And it's not because they're going vegan. They just it's less costly for them. And a lot of breweries, especially international breweries, are ceasing that type of filtration process because it tends to be more expensive now. There's cheaper options to do it. So that's why you see it less and less. So it's becoming less of a concern for vegans. True. Yep. So you're probably asking, okay, well, how the hell am I going to figure out what beer or wine is vegan-friendly. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's actually very easy to do. One resource that we like to use is a website called Barnivore. And with that, you can enter in the name of the alcohol that you're about to consume. And it may not have everything. And some of your smaller microbrews, it may or may not have it. But it does a very good job of identifying a lot of different alcoholic drinks. Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely a resource that we use. If I'm looking for a specific beer or wine and I don't see it listed in Barnivar, I usually tend to avoid it. But it's super easy. You can just pull it up on your phone now when you're at the grocery store, which is where we buy our wine, but or wherever you buy your wine. Um, and then you could just look up the the company and and see what which of their varieties are vegan friendly. And then they do beer, wine, and liquor. We haven't mentioned liquor. Uh, most liquor is absolutely 100% vegan friendly. That's something that you really don't have to concern yourself with too much. It's unless it's like a Bailey's, which is cream based. So it's a liqueur. It's a liqueur, right? But yeah, a lot of liquors are totally fine. Like you're never going to have an issue with any vodka or whiskey or rum or whatever. So liquor is usually fine, but they do have a list of liquors that are and aren't vegan friendly. You can certainly look that up on that website as well. But that is definitely the primary source that we use to find out this information. 
Correct, and it may not have some of your local microbrews, but as we mentioned earlier, when you're at the microbrews, the people who work there know what's in the beer. Yeah. So you can ask them. They're extremely knowledgeable. Yep. Excellent. Excellent point. So that is really what we had to discuss as far as our main topic. Very short this week. Yeah, very short. <laughs> not not a whole lot to say, but we do get a lot of questions um, about this. So we definitely wanted to address it and let you know exactly why some alcoholic beverages may not be vegan friendly. And some people are very surprised that they even are. And so we just wanted to kind of enlighten you. Yeah, because it definitely comes up a lot for us because we go out with friends a lot and they see us researching some things and they are completely blown away that a drink may not be vegan friendly. Yep. So if you have any questions about this, please feel free to email us at hello at com. But yeah, so it's it's pretty simple. I would definitely recommend using the Barnivore as a resource to look up your favorite drinks. And that is spelled B-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-E. If you can't wait to go onto the show notes, we will have a link there for you. But if you want to look it up at this second, that's how you can look for it. And also email us if you have any wonderful drink recipes because we are always interested in trying new things as always yeah definitely we like to see what you come up with so matt yes jenny what are we excited (laughs) about this week we are excited about a couple of things one is that beyond meat has gone public and I know we're still early in the year, but they have the top IPO percentage growth of 2019 so far, I believe, yeah. in its first couple of days. So it might settle back down, but they've had a wonderful couple of days since going public. Yep. Very excited about that. That's progress, my yes, friend. Yes, it is progress. Yes. And so it also allows you to buy some shares in a, in a wonderful company. Yep. And also following Burger King's lead... Dunkin' Donuts aims to add vegan meat to its breakfast menu, according to Veg News. So that's exciting because Dunkin' Donuts is a large chain, and I believe they are throughout the entire country. So that is a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. And it's it's hard also because it's hard to find a good vegan meal on the go for breakfast. So you don't, it's hard to find, especially getting like a good plant-based protein. So if Dunkin' Donuts is going to start serving that quick on-the-go breakfast, then I'm absolutely thrilled about that. And as with all these companies, even with Burger King, they have stiff competition. So if it's working for them, it's only natural to suspect that their competitors will follow suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, fantastic. Lots of progress happening, my friends. So we are very, very excited about that. And especially if you like to travel like we do, when these national chains get on board, it makes traveling a lot easier. Yes. Okay, well, that is our episode for this week, short and sweet. We hope you learned a little something and hope you have some good libations coming up. Yes, enjoy your libations (laughs) responsibly, folks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So if you like this episode, please share it and also give us a good review and we would truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Yes. All right. Well, we hope you have a great week. Peace Peace and love. love.